Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time. And that whatever and wherever you happen to be on this holographic space-time continuum. <laughs> we talked about that yesterday. I hope that you are able to exercise patience in all areas of your life. Now this seems like an easy one. Patience is a virtue. I learned that from a serial commercial when I was a kid. <laughs> but it's hard to put it into practice when we even we know we're supposed we're supposed to do this, but we just we're like impatient. I know I'm impatient. And I have to always remind myself, it's coming. Everything that you want in your life is coming. The results of this election, <laughs> whether your guy is going to win or lose, you know, the love of your life, the house of your dreams, that job you've been waiting to hear back about, just exercise patience and expect the most positive outcome because that's where you're going to win. You know, you might not win the job or, or, you know, the person of your dreams, but you're going to win at life in general. Like, you're going to win as far as you are concerned. You're going to win your own peace. You're going to win your own sense of calm and a gentle state of mind if you're patient. You're going to win... Balanced blood pressure, balanced blood sugar, better health. If you are able to manage to be patient, you're going to be able to sleep at night. You'll feel relaxed more during the day. Patience is a virtue. Patience is necessary in all areas of your life. If you're standing in line at the DMV, I understand that by the time four and a half hours rolls around and you want to punch the person who was taking so long, <laughs> right in the nose, I know, I've been there. DMV, in my opinion, they're, they're just portals to hell, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I just, I don't can't imagine it's anything else for real except for the one in Detroit and I will tell you that the DMV in Detroit is wonderful I got in and got out and in like less than 15 minutes in fact I think it was 10 minutes 
was easy, they were sweet, so polite. People in Detroit are really sweet, very nice people. I don't think I've ever had a more enjoyable and pleasant uh, series of moments in all the different buildings I went to, you know, for all the different paperwork-ish things than I did in Detroit. And because people there are patient, people are very calm, very relaxed, very patient, and very pleasant as a result. The lady at the DMV was so sweet and cheerful. Oh, where'd you guys move from? They're just really nice. You know, if you went to California and you stood in line for four and a half hours, by the time you get up there, first of all, they'll tell you you're in the wrong line. <laughs> and then you go to the second line and they go, no, you gotta go back to the first line. And it's like, I, I swear to God, they play the game with you. Six, seven, eight hours later, you're like, you have half your hair is missing. You pulled it out because you're so angry and frustrated. <laughs> I mean, if you can manage to be patient in a DMV wait, it's more like a hostage situation, is it not? They, they, they send you a notice in the mail, you gotta pay it, you go to pay it, whatever it is. <laughs> and oh my God, hours and hours and hours later, sometimes you have to come back the next day. I'm surprised there's not more shootings in DMVs, just to be honest, because it's so, so annoying. But if you can manage to be patient in every area of your life, especially at places like the post office or DMV, it's going to do you a world of good. And it'll be good for the people around you. So, uh, what are some things you can do when you're standing in line? I mean, I'm not going to say waiting to vote, because that's past. But if you're standing in line waiting to just mail a piece of mail, or ask to get, you know, your mail that the post office has, or whatever, or driver's license renewed, or paying your ticket, or whatever it is you're doing, waiting in line at the grocery store. I uh, dated someone when I was 19, and she was quite a bit older than me, and she had a lot more patience than I did, and she was very sweet, very good person, and she said, you know, I don't like to stand around and do nothing. So I challenged myself and I bought myself a yo-yo. <laughs> and she says, I'm not going to buy cheap crap. I'm going to buy the best damn yo-yo the money can buy. And she bought herself like a $20 yo-yo. <laughs> and she says, she says, let me show you this. And she started doing all these tricks to the yo-yo. I'm like, that is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. A 43-year-old woman doing yo-yo tricks. I was like super impressed. And her yo-yo was, was like purple and it lit up. <laughs> I think it was a Duncan butterfly yo-yo. If you know what that is, you know what I mean. But she inspired me and I was like, oh yeah, I love this idea. <laughs> she says this way, I'm having fun. I'm entertaining everybody in line, whether I do it right or not. Whether I do any tricks or not, it entertains people. Because what the hell is a grown woman doing with a bright purple and light up yellow in her purse? <laughs> well, it doesn't seem proper or appropriate. <coughs> and that's what she loved about it. 
And that's what I loved about her, because she was so unconventional. And so I got that from her. Her name, her nickname was Coffee. I'm sure she's still around. She's probably working for the government somewhere in um, Santa Barbara. That's what she's doing when I met her. Maybe she's retired. I'm sure she's retired by now. But anyway, I, I just feel like if you could just do fun things while you're standing in line or in situations that are uncomfortable, just emotionally and physically and mentally, I mean, it's like psychological abuse, the way they treat you at the DMV in California, you know, it just feels like, you know, you feel like you're not going to get out out of it alive, and when you do, you just feel like you deserve a freaking medal or something, like an award, or a purple heart, <laughs> such a horrible experience, you know, but what I learned is if you can be like joking and laughing and just saying hilarious things in line, I mean, don't memorize jokes, but if you're naturally funny, just go ahead and say it stuff to strangers, they'll make them laugh, right? I mean, nothing rude or, or insulting them or anything, but just, you know, ask, you know, hey, um, how long have you been waiting here? I wonder how long it does take to get into hell. I mean, at the counter, you know, like you can make jokes like that. People laugh because it's funny and they know. (laughs) You say, it's my third time I've been here this week. It's like, oh my God, you deserve a medal. You say stuff like that, people don't laugh. (laughs) But that's, that's just me. That's my style. I just, I make people laugh. And I sometimes, well, if I used to have a yo-yo, I don't have one now, but I would like just pull out a yo-yo and start playing with my yo-yo. And I, and I had my, my kids, they had yo-yos. <laughs> you know, get your yo-yo or get a book, get a coloring book and crayons. Do something, you know, that, or you're not just standing there bored as hell. You know, um, when my kids got older, of course, they had their, um, electronic devices with music and listening to their own music, you know, or, I mean, not their own music, but I mean, they each have their individual playlists, you know, but find a way that you can exercise patience in places that give you complete and total, um, I don't know, a lack of control, where <laughs> you just, it's like, you can't just be in and out in 10 minutes, five minutes, you know, you're going to be there a my bank was another place that I just had to stand in line. It's like, oh my God. And the last time I had to stand in line, like a really, really long line, was when I was waiting at immigration here in Ecuador. And the last time I went, I met a sound and production engineer who had worked with the Beatles. <laughs> and he's from Venezuela and he gone, he's gone all over the world. He is an incredible human being. I met his wife. And then I met a Franciscan monk, you know, and I just started talking to people. You know, for the most part, people are pretty cool. I met a lawyer. And um, she was really cool. She was always helping people with their immigration needs. I thought that was neat. You know, that that's what she's doing. She said she's making a lot of money doing it, but she loved doing it. I'm like, all right. That was pretty cool. You know, so I like, if you can talk to people, 
them, just ask them questions about themselves, get them excited about being there in that moment, even if it's a super boring reason, such as paying a fine. <laughs> you know, it, it actually can help the time go a little bit faster. It's better than just staring at your phone, getting forward head posture problems. <laughs> You know, so patience is a virtue, and it's good for your mind to find ways to work around your impatience in moments of need of patience. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but there's something outside that keeps happening. I know it's a cat, and I know because the the veil between the worlds are. And we were talking about the patients that you all know. So, right, the, the uh, patterns. I don't, are you guys noticing a lot of veil thinning issues? <laughs> because I don't know if I mentioned this Monday or not. I don't think I did because I think it happened Monday night after I finished the show. I was, I told you guys yesterday or earlier today on the Tuesday episode I did a day late that. I had that thing land on my roof. What I didn't tell you is when I ran over to the top of the stairs to talk to my son, because I was like, I'm kind of freaking out right now. That was too damn loud. What the hell was that? And when I went over to talk to him, I saw these swirly energies going up and down the staircase, mostly from, you know, like halfway up to my room, all the way down to my son's room, I, I saw these energies going into his room, or at least in the hallway, next to his door, or, you know, next to where his room starts, we don't really have doors in our rooms, this kind of open air, locked side style house, but it's been really kind of freaking me out, just noticing these energies, like, what the hell was that, <laughs> did I just see a bunch of ghosts, what am I seeing, what, what am I seeing? And I don't know, now that I'm mentioning it, it's not, nothing's happening, but a minute ago, I heard somebody out there, like, outside, just right outside my window. Now, it's like one in the morning. There's no way in hell there's somebody outside my window for real. Walking, it sounds, almost sounds like they're bouncing a basketball. I know the kids are not awake at this hour, bouncing basketball outside. Their parents wouldn't allow it. But I keep hearing noises that are patterns in the environment here. And I've always, since we moved in here, always heard patterns in the environment. Like, my coffee pot. My beloved Jasmine, she died. <laughs> um, I, I named her Jasmine, my coffee pot. And it, the heating element doesn't heat anymore. And so the coffee pot's down, it, it's like put away in what we are now calling the graveyard of lost appliances. <laughs> I don't know quite what to do with them, if we can fix them or not, I don't know. But um, I keep hearing my coffee pot making the sound the coffee pot made. You know, like the gurgling sound of the water, you know, the steam rising sound, the, the uh, lid closing and then there's like a couple electrical sounds that it made 
and I will hear these at three in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning, like almost almost hourly. It's not the neighbors, because they're like not awake yet. So I keep hearing but now I'm hearing, although now that I mention it, I don't hear it right now, which is really weird. <laughs> Somebody walking outside. Now when my son was at work, I heard him call my name yesterday. <laughs> That's just freaking weird. The patterns in the environment are like games stuck there. Like if something happens once and then it keeps happening again and again. There's something, I don't know if it's a breakdown in the matrix, in the holographic universe, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's me seeing, seeing uh, the past and, and merging of times, maybe. Not merging of timelines, but merging the, the now with the past and the future. There's only really the now, but I mean, you already know what happened in the past, but bringing it into the now is kind of weird. In order for us to manifest, we're going to have to be able to bring from the future to the now. So in the future, I have that burrito. <laughs> so maybe in the now, I can manifest it directly by resonating with the future in which I have a burrito. I don't know if that's how that works, but I'm still working on trying to figure it out. I know it's a puzzle to unravel. I know it's a way that you know, we can operate in the world. I know it's possible. And I know that if we read Masters of the Far East enough, go over this book with, you know, this series of books, fine tooth comb, I have a feeling, eventually we're going to crack that code and be able to have everything we need directly from the universal substance. Now remember this past reading, they said the food arrives to them hot and fresh, already made, like directly from the universal substance. Because obviously it makes more sense to pull it out of the ether, you know, created, you know, ready to eat. <laughs> Turnkey food from the universe. It's a little bit better than getting the raw ingredients and now having to cook for hours. You know, instead of getting the tortilla and the vegetables you have to chop up, might as well get the burrito arriving ready to eat. <laughs> you know, like MRE from the universe. Meals ready to eat. Directly from the universe. <laughs> UMREs. Universal. Meals ready to eat. <coughs> I don't know. I just, I think about these things a lot and I feel like the worlds are thinning right now. It's, you know, always this time of year. Day of the dead was yesterday and the day before depending on what country you're in. And getting less thin, maybe. I don't know if it's going to stay this way or not. Usually, you know, the veil's thin and then the veils get thicker. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say it that way, but it just feels like, you know, it gets back to normal. I'm hearing something right now outside. I know it's not true. I know there's nothing out there. Earlier, I heard a truck... Earlier, I heard a garbage truck pull up around 11 o'clock at night. 
Now I know there was no truck out there. <laughs> it's really weird. Why is there that energy of that happening right there? Anyway, I wanted to throw that out there to see if any one of you are having ghosts in your house. Someone did write me. I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but he said that there was a ghost cat. I think, actually, I think it was a woman. I don't know who wrote me now. I can't remember. I've been really out of it for days. I'm sorry. I can't remember who, who told me this, but one of you told me that you had a ghost cat who was hit by a car come on Halloween and hang out. Was it Philip? I don't know. I don't know which one. I don't even know. Someone told me, but I, lo- I remember the story, and it was... I mean, that was it. You know, very short story. But really cool, right? I mean, my cat, I think it's my cat. I've been feeling the patterns of her purring next to me, hopping around on the bed. And I'll look and she's not there. Or I'll see her asleep across the room, but I just felt her jump on my leg. It's like, what? And the other day, my son felt something grab his arm and pull it down when he's in the bathroom our guest bathroom the lights out and we haven't changed the light bulb yet because I keep forgetting my light bulbs and he said boy the cat's getting really strong I'm like what do you mean <laughs> the cat just grabbed my arm and pulled my arm down while I was trying to wash my hands in the sink I'm like that's weird and then I turned and looked and the cat was asleep on the couch <laughs> to my interview or telecasting channeling as it were last week with Michael Sherhan of Ashtar Command and he said he was going to try to buzz the White House on election day and I looked up UFOs over the White House on election day videos that say that uploaded this week and a lot of them were to do with video games And then in the midst of all that, I found a clip like around a minute long, less than a minute, of a little old lady that was watching on her TV a sky, like one of those, one of those, um, I want to call it a sky cam, but it wasn't really from the sky, but just one of those cameras that are always on so you could like look at stuff, which I always thought was interesting. You know, the more interesting ones are like in, you know, like the zoos or in major cities like Paris or something where you just kind of, you know, you'll turn it on. It's a live feed. You can see what's going on right now. I did that once um, to look at Sweden or something and the camera was covered in snow and I'm like, well, that's about right. It is winter. (laughs) But, I mean, one of my favorite cameras is the California Kelp Forest. And you could just turn that on and watch the orange Garibaldi that looked like goldfish. They're really cute. Swimming in and out of the kelp forest. And you could just kind of see what's going on. The kelp forest, uh, kelp is a plant that grows about one foot per day. It's very fast growing. So anything made with kelp is actually sustainable because it grows so fast. 
so I like to look at like the penguin cam at Monterey Bay Aquarium or whatever so um this lady was watching one a camera that looks out over from the back of the White House and she saw it and she went ooh and she grabbed her phone and she got on camera <laughs> it was it was like you know videotaping what was going on in her TV but from this camera she able she was able to catch it there was a tic tac UFO buzzing over the White House on election day 57 minutes I mean 57 seconds is the footage it's not much and then the camera itself moved and then she swears at the end because she's so mad because she was able to catch the UFO. And it looks like she's a UFO hunter, so she looks at all these different cameras probably all the time looking for UFOs. It's pretty cool. <laughs> there's that then I'm trying to think if there's any more news um, so I was bit by a spider and feeling better now than I was even a few hours ago but I think that some of my um, ascension symptoms are actually ascension symptoms and not having been bit symptoms still with the bloatingness and tired fatigue um, I think that's a little bit of both of what happened to me plus ascension symptoms but feeling uh, really clumsy feeling like you can't really move your limbs the way you want to like you're trying and you're like whoa and you feel a little bit unbalanced or out of it physically mentally you're fine but you're physically like whoa whoa like forgetting how to negotiate uh, or I mean that might also just be me having been bit by a spider <laughs> we'll see in the next few days what happens but um, feeling like you're going out of your body and coming back in you'll just be sitting there and you feel like you just left your body and you're slamming back into it and you're like whoa and it startles you makes you jump it just happened to me a second ago. It just it keeps happening. Feeling like you're kind of stuck between worlds or stuck between timelines. Maybe you're getting ready to jump into another timeline. The jumping into a timeline itself only takes a couple seconds. Nanoseconds, really. But there's energy that leads up to it, and then there's energy after. Usually the energy after, you feel like, huh, this is weird. I feel strange. I feel like I've never been here before. And yet, I've been here all morning staring at the damn wall. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, you know, everything looks the same, but it feels totally different. There's like an energetic shift. And 
lot of people are experiencing that. I don't know if that means that the time anchors in planet Earth, you know, the crystals that are buried in the Earth that hold us to a specific energy of of experiencing linear time, I don't know if that's if they're becoming unraveled, if they're losing power, I don't know what's going on. All I know is that I'm having time slips, anomaly, energy. It's been very strange. The full moon was in Libra. Mercury has gone direct. Looks like Joe Biden is going to win. And yesterday's episode, I mentioned that the Senate was overrun by Republicans by a couple, so it looks like they're going to take majority. Well, now that is even. <clears throat> it's like 48-48, even Stephen. It's probably not the final count. We'll see what happens in the next you know, day or two or week or month or two. But I thought that was cool. That evened up, and then I think the House still has a little bit more Republicans and Democrats, but it looks like Biden has six points left to win. Electoral points. Or electoral votes, technically, they're votes, but anyway, it's very strange, but no matter what happens, I'm going to have patience. Also, by the way, the patience thing, I wanted to mention have patience with people who voted for the other person, not the person you voted for. Um, there's a lot of spiritual people that start talking about how they're for Trump, which, like, how could you say you're spiritual and you're for a guy who is responsible for possibly 300,000 deaths? Not only the kids and the adults at the border who died because of um, immigration enforcers, but also 11,000 Kurds internationally, everyone would know that they're the ones that, you know, 
So I, I kind of believe that where there's smoke, there's fire, and I feel like it's true, regardless of how
trying to bring that up, you know, be patient with the people who are following him, because I don't know who's been going around getting abused, you know, like, you know, a crazy form of Jesus or something, where some people have been playing it. I met some people um, last year that they were so spiritual, interested in everything, I'm interested, and I was like, oh, wow. These people are going to be really kind of friends. Like, wow, I'm so grateful. And then they told me that they voted for Trump. And I'm like, wow. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm too controversial about it. But now he has a proven track record of being not a very good president. And I just hope he wakes up soon. That's all. I just hope he can find it in his heart to love everyone in the world and not be so petty, but, you know, with different, and calling the South Korean, or North Korean leader, Rocket Man, for example, disrespectful to you. <laughs> it's funny how, to me, that only because he has a rocket is the only reason he's got a, not because he's an Elton John song, but anyway, but I, I'm having more patience these days with people, I hope you are too. I think that it's increasing. Our love, compassion, and patience for other people. I think it's increasing. Anyway, wanted to bring that up. Let's get over to spaceweather.com and check out the new information. Now, it's been in the 300s, the uh, solar wind speed. 304.5 kilometers per second is the current solar wind speed on the sun. There's actually a new threat. It's a sunspot AR-271. And they're thinking it's going to be potentially the source of C-class solar flares. So as the sunspot is turning and facing Earth, and it's going to be there for a while, like several days, they're, uh, I mean, NASA is looked like this sunspot was starting to emerge and suddenly it's so big that they're expecting C-class solar flares from it now. So there's some really beautiful pictures, some up-close pictures people have been able to take of this sunspot if you want to check it out. A high stream, high speed stream of solar wind is expected to graze Earth's magnetic field, magnetic field, uh, on the 6th of November. And they don't think it's going to cause a lot of damage or brownouts, but it will possibly light up the skies with really beautiful aurora borealises. So again, if you're not in you know Norway, Sweden, or any of the Arctic Circle areas, you can always go to YouTube and find people have always uploaded like what's happening right now or what's happening in the past 24 to 48 hours so you can see where people have taken whole footage of like hours long aurora borealis it's very beautiful very fascinating and very relaxing as well so okay um in the past 24 hours the ulu neutron counts have been reported as going up by 0.1%. Now we're at 10.3% of the space age average. And there is more 
solar winds blowing from the southern corona hole in the sun. They believe it's going to raise or raise the earth on the 6th of November. Now remember, yesterday and the day before, they were saying the fifth and sixth is going to get the fire. So it looks like on the 6th, we're going to be hit by not one, but two solar flares or and or wind. Solar wind, sorry. Not flares. Sorry about that. Every, everything is moving a little bit slow. <laughs> but my throat is feeling better. Thank you, God. So I feel like if there's any danger from the spider bite, it's passed now. Hopefully. Inshallah, as they say. Oh, halal, as they say in South America. Alright, so. Trying to look here about. What else did we have? There we go. The All Sky Fireball Network and NASA's All Sky Cameras stand the skies above the United States for meteors, basically, meteoritic fireballs. And today, there were 22 fireballs reported. 17 were sporadic, 3 were northern Taurus, and 2 were Orionid. So, now moving right along, let's go to. Schumann residents of DisclosureNews.it are reporting for today Hertz frequencies 41 and 38 Hertz frequencies. This is again on the Schumann resonance scale. And then we're going to go to HeartMath Institute. And the closest thing that they've got is Dr. Dane Apple. But it's, um, you might find it telling, there might be some information that. Right now, the closest information that they have put out, again, this is heartmath.org. This is what they've got. On Monday, November 2nd at 2300 hour in California, the Hertz frequency, the Shimon Resonance, was 38 Hertz frequency. In Hokusan Radio, remained at zero. channeling for you guys right after this message. Well, if you're listening to it this week, there's no message. So right after this three-second clip of music. (laughs) All right, be right back, guys.
All right, I had to rest a lot more again, much better now. So I will be all caught up with all my shows by like tomorrow, (laughs) hopefully tonight. So I forgot in the first section to read to you guys the collective card of the day. We're going to do that first and then we're going to get into the channeling. I'm going to channel Prime Creator tonight. So the card that I drew was from Everyday Witch Tarot. It is the Ace of Wands, which is the energy going on or what we should be listening to right now. And this does relate to everybody, I think. It says, take the energy and run with it. Ace of Wands. Now I'm thinking, (laughs) we now have Mercury gone direct. Let's run with that. Until between now and the next Mercury retrograde, I mean, let's start booking towards our goals. Because we can't start anything new once Mercury is retrograde again. And everything that happened during Mercury retrograde, it's now gone direct. In the next two weeks, things are going to get undone. Things are going to get unraveled. So, here we go. Ace of Wands, according to the Everyday Witch Tarot meaning, the book, is sometimes the universe gives you a boost. Don't miss an opportunity when it comes along filled with potential. The Ace of Wands is a powerful card filled with potential. The universe is offering you a gift, creativity, success, spirituality. Who knows what it might be? But like all such gifts, this one won't last forever. When it appears, be sure to grab it and make the most of the energy and possibilities that it holds. This moment may not come around again, so embrace your inner fire and whatever fabulous things are coming your way. Things to consider. When the Ace of Wands appears in a reading, it often means or indicates something wonderful, something powerful and life-changing. What what is happening in your life right now? Are you taking advantage of all the opportunities in front of you? If the Ace of Wands shows up as a future card, it's a promise and a warning. So be alert because you don't want to miss this moment when it gets here. The Ace may also represent a symbol of your own inner power. After all, the universe does lie within us as much as it lies outside of us. Probably more so, I think. That's not what it says, but my two cents. So make sure you are channeling your strengths and your energy in the most productive and positive ways possible. So put the phone down and stop looking at the election results. (laughs) I remember in, in the Al Gore Bush race, it took 35 days for them to tally up all the results. And it looked like Al Gore won, and then he just kind of conceded, which was weird. I guess at the last minute, he was threatened by the Bush family and went his merry way to save his family. Or maybe he was just not sure he wanted the job after all. <laughs> Don't want it that bad, bye. <laughs> you know, just being vice president made him age like crazy. I just, I wouldn't want the job because if that's what he looked like, I mean, look at his before and after pictures. Look at Bill Clinton's before and after pictures. I mean, that job just sucks the fucking life out of you. 
I mean, I mean, if that's what you look like on the outside, what are you looking like on the inside? Out of all the presidents, the best looking one at the end was, was, uh, Obama, but he did look a lot older too. Very weird. It's very, very weird. It's not a job I'd wish on anyone. And it's not a job I would wish to have. But if I ruled the world, of course I would instantly, everybody would have (laughs) $2,000 a month income base pay. If you're 18 and above, boom, you got that money. That's it. (laughs) First off. And second of all, I think I'd make education free for everybody. And yeah, turn my country into socialist uh, (laughs) country. Everyone would have free education, free medicine, and they'd be able to pursue the life of their dreams versus working, slaving away 40 to 60 hours a week, barely making ends meet. I mean, I would put up free power all over every city. I would make it all work. I'd just make it work. I don't know. Perhaps it's a good thing I'm not in charge, but I mean, if I were, I'd go around to all the best countries in the world with the best health care, the best socialized everything. I would make a socialist country because it seems to be better that way in a lot of ways. But anyway, not Russian, not communist, not nothing like that, but just a happy day for everybody. Free flowers for everybody. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I would like plant free flowers, free fruit trees all over. <laughs> you know, homeless people wouldn't be homeless. I'd find shelters. I'd figure it out. You know, I just try to make the world a lot better place. Anyway, so stop worrying about it. You know, it is what it is. Let's step away from the duality, step away from the, you know, BS and let's get going to the fifth dimension, deeper, 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 and let go of the 3d ideas of the us versus them. And he said, he said shit. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to channel prime creator and close this episode out for the day. And then I will do my next episode, hopefully immediately. I am feeling a lot stronger and better today. I ate vegan for several days and I just felt like I wasn't going to make it. I like, maybe I might not live out the week. And my son woke up this morning. He's like, that's it. First thing, 10 in the morning, he's barbecuing burgers on the grill with bacon. And I had, um, one and a half burgers and a couple pieces of bacon. And and I'm going to tell you at the end of that, I feel powerful and strong. It's freaking weird, man. I mean, all these people say they can't eat meat anymore, you know, and they're kind of sad because they miss it, but it makes them sick. I mean, it's like, I'm the opposite. I can't eat vegetables anymore. <laughs> I mean, I can eat vegetables, but I mean, I just feel weak and run down. I, I, genetics are freaking weird. If I had my way, I'd just be a vegan, but eh, or vegetarian. I mean, milk, chocolate is good, but ridiculous totally ridiculous but I do feel great I'm like yes I had this meat and I'm like yeah and I feel powerful and strong and anyway here we go (laughs) grounded (laughs) eating ground beef literally grounds you it's kind of weird anyway here we go I'm already connected to prime creator as I always am since 2007 and I'm gonna touch my forehead and say ki asha 
Ki Asha, Ki Asha. In case he wishes to send me any picture images while we're doing the channeling. So here we go. Begin transmission now. Hello, my children and my galactic partners. I am your prime creator. You are at once a piece of me and I am you. You are me working through individualistic bodies and I am grateful for your service to knowledge of the one will of which you are a part. This is a week in which everybody is trying to perpetuate their will on others. This is a week that was a big test. This big test comes along every four years. There's many, many tests in the election process of all countries. And the United States is a a front runner and a forerunner for the rest of the world. It serves as an example. I'm not saying it always serves as a good example. Sometimes it serves as a bad example. But... It is an example nonetheless. And when you come to the table with your enemies, you find that you have things in common. When you come to the table and sit down and decide to share a a meal with a person who is on the opposite side, as it were, you tend to realize that They love their children too. They have struggles with money too. They have struggles with their health issues and they have worries about their future too. This is the time in which polarization is at its height. This is a time at which tensions and anger and stress are at their height. This is a time that if you are aware and awakened and even enlightened, if not downright illumined, this is a time in your personal life that you can choose to take a step back and step away from the ethereal fighting If you could see the visions that I see from a higher perspective, you might be ashamed at your behavior or you might be grateful that you've learned this lesson and you have moved on. It's up to each individual to vote the way they wish to vote, of course. And it's up to each individual that decides not to vote or decides to vote, of course. It's up to each person to decide what's right for them. Do you care about the government and choosing other men to rule over you? Many people have come to the conclusion that that's not what they wish to have anymore. Many people did refrain from voting and many people did take a step back and realize they wanted to rise above the energy of the us versus them. 
these are still your brothers and sisters. The people who voted against your person that you wish to win are still your brothers and sisters. If you wanted to look at it in that perspective, they are still a part of the one creation like you are. And we are all together in this. There is nothing. There is no thing in this world or the next or any of the planets, any of the systems, solar, planetary, galactic, universal, cosmic systems. There is not one molecule, not one atom, not one nucleus, not one molecular structure that is not of the divine one will. So before you take measures, take steps towards fighting more, fighting inside of yourself more, realize that everybody is an aspect of you and you are an aspect of them. And if you come to the table prepared and armed with love and compassion and not verbal weapons or arguments, you will find that you will be able to make it all the way to dessert and that you will together be able to enjoy dessert. When you come to a table filled with anger and venom and hatred for the other person's ideas and ideals, you end up in a situation where you might not get past the appetizer. If you do get through the meal, (laughs) you will have indigestion. If you refuse to listen to the words of somebody else, you have mental indigestion. So this is a gentle and friendly reminder that it is time to take a step back, look at the whole picture, take a step above and look at everything from a loftier, higher perspective. This is a time to just give love and compassion to everybody, whether they are on your side or not, whether they are spiritually aware and awakened or not. There is no shame in voting for the person you voted for in spite of what others might tell you. There is no shame in refusing to vote because you no longer participate in that system. There is no shame in any of your actions in this matter. And the reason being is that every person is on a path and on a journey. And as such, and while you're on this path and this journey, You might be way, way up ahead by several miles, or you might be several miles behind, struggling still to wake up. We've said this before, Divine Mother and I, that the path is the same for everybody, but not everybody is at the same part of the road. The journey is long and arduous, and it takes a minute takes a long minute, a long while to get to a loftier perspective 
of peace and love and compassion the way that Yeshua came into these energies. It took him a while, a long while, all of his lifetimes, in fact, to get to that level. We wish for you to be gentle and kind and compassionate first to yourself. We wish for you to participate in nature more. Participate in the unseen and the invisible world more. You may find this by starting to look within, meditate, pray, imagine and visualize a better world, a cleaner world, an emotionally stable world. Imagine a world without mental illness. Imagine a world with mental health. Imagine a world with physical health. You might even want to visualize hospitals where people point and say that's where sick people used to go. And now they're covered in vines and flowers. And nobody goes there anymore. You may want to wish for a world to be built up around you with animals that get along with each other and with people and people that treat the animals nicely. You may wish to imagine and visualize a world in which nobody judges each other for their lack of exercise or exercising too much or for their hair being too long or too short or for the color of their skin or the color of their clothes, style and choices that they make fashion-wise. You might want to visualize and imagine a world that brings the energy of love and peace continuously to that table. Imagine that table will never house your enemies and yet everybody eats. Imagine a world in which the sun shines equally on everybody. Nobody goes to bed hungry. Imagine a world that the moon shines upon everybody and everybody sleeps comfortable knowing that they are loved completely. Imagine a world in which everybody loves themselves and let this peace begin with you. Let this world start with your imaginings. Allow yourself and accept yourself as a creator in this world and in the matrix that you find yourself living in. By your thoughts, by your word, it is made so as a co-creator of the world of the universe. This is the greatest message that many of the spiritual masters came to earth and brought 
to your table, whether you chose to eat there or not. When we say Buddha, Yeshua, Krishna, Quetzalcoatl, different people, different people from different countries, different continents, different races. Not of them, not all of them are human, by the way. You can choose to live a life in which you listen to these teachers, these masters, these gurus. You can live a life in which you only follow your own heart. As long as you open it up to the primal will to good, the prime creator, you will always find the correct path. This is a shorter message today, but we wanted to bring it to you and hopefully touch you on different levels than we have before. The love and the compassion that we feel for you, knowing that you have gone through many dark nights of the soul, many lifetimes of anger and hatred and jealousy and pettiness and sadness and you've clawed your way and fought your way to the top of the heap the top of the pile as they say you have remembered a slight part of who you are and you remember that you deserved better and you've remembered that you deserve more love and more compassion more joy more faith more positive, radiating joy. It's time to drop the sorrow, the fear, the sadness, the anger. Remember in your lessons, if I attack, I am attacked. You can simultaneously replace that with, if I am afraid, if I feel fear, I bring things to me to fear more. Drop the fear, drop the sorrow, drop the shame, drop the guilt, drop the anger, drop the polarity and the duality inside of yourself because that is third dimensional mentality talking. Third dimensional energies and vibrations still working and running through your system. It's time to purify your fifth dimensional system. Allow yourself to be washed over with the higher vibrations that we are sending you every day through the sun, the portal of the sun. You may have wondered why the moon was so bright, why the sun is so bright. We are sending so much light to you. It is literally enlightening your world. Our world is our world together. You may make free use of the gifts that we have given you and free use of the resources that are available to you. And they all start with the center of your heart, the center of your mind and the marriage between the two. Couple your will with our will, couple your desires with our desires for you to have a higher life, a higher lifestyle, a higher vibration, 
Start by accepting for yourself every day. Love. Accept for yourself friendships. Accept for yourself abundance. Accept for yourself happiness and joy and dancing and laughter. What will it take for your world to be filled with laughter, music, joy, flowers, happiness, good food, a beautiful place to live? (laughs) What will it take? For you to accept the riches and abundance and wealth in every level and area of your life. What will it take for you to accept perfect health for yourself? What will it take for you to accept a clear line of thinking for yourself? What will it take for you to drop all the limitations that you have had what will it take for you to start that book either reading it or writing it what will it take for you to finish all your paintings for that gallery showing what will it take for you to adopt that child or adopt that animal that you've been thinking about adopting what will it take for you to accept the things in your world the people in your world the beings in your life that will be the source, the greatest and grandest source of your joy. And what will it take for you to finally accept that I, as your prime creator, wish to be a partner with you in your world and in your life? What will it take for you to understand that I have prepared the greatest grandest table for you with the feast of everything of your choosing not just food but friendship alliances partnerships love romances jobs education animal friendships <laughs> vacations, trips, health, and wealth and abundance on every level. What will it take for you to accept this right now? This is my life. I accept this right now. That's all you have to say. I accept the highest, grandest, most abundant life for myself. And I accept that once I believe it true, I radiate that to all those around me. I accept this on behalf of all the others around me that they may accept it for themselves as well. You are a light worker. Let the light begin with you. You are a light worker. Let the light begin with you. My beloveds, you are the light. I am the light that works through your light. Add my light to your light. You are a light worker. Allow the light to begin with you. And thus ends our very short, hopefully our very impactful 
conversation for today. With the light in me, I empower and imbue the light in you and I bless you. And we bless you. And we love you and we bless you. Accept the blessings inside of yourself. From this day forward, forever and ever, in all directions of time, across all dimensions, across all realities, all timelines, and in every molecule, atom, and fiber of your being, accept our blessings. I am your prime creator. I'm here with Divine Mother, and we are always radiating out our love and blessings to you. Say you will accept them right now, and that you'll work with us right now to bring about everything you wish. And that is all. We love you very much. End transmission now. All right. So, that was good, right? There you have it. I don't really have much to add to that one. That was powerful, right? A few things I've said to you guys, he plucked out of my head, like always with all, (laughs) with all channelings that I do. I am not a channeler that is a direct channeler. I don't allow anyone to take over my body, even though this is, my creator who created me I telepath instead and he works through me I feel different when he's telepathing through me though I do feel an energy in my heart I feel my spine is shining brighter I I shake a little bit more when I channel him because I feel like my bones my very bones are vibrating with power of pure love and light I hope that this has radiated the joy and the love through me, through my voice, through my words, through his words, through me, rather. But I um, have been a telepath my whole life, like around over 50 years, actually. And I've been a channeler publicly for two years, going on two years. So, yeah, there you go. There you, there you have it. <laughs> Short but sweet today. Um, We all are on that same path. We're on that journey together. So I love you guys. Thank you for your continued faith and confidence in me, myself, and my abilities and my show. I want to thank you for being my listener. Some of you are becoming my friends. Thank you for that. Write me at mermaidgirl888. Direct message is the easiest way on Instagram. Easiest way to get a hold of me right now. I um, I love each and every one of you, and I'd love to hear from all of you, any of you, <laughs> any of you who haven't written, you know, and you had a question about something, or maybe there's a show you wanted to hear that I haven't quite done yet. Someone uh, wrote me the other day and, and came up with an idea for a show, and I'm like, oh my God. Actually, he asked if I could channel Thoth. I haven't checked into it yet. Um, Thoth might be incarnate right now. I don't know. Maybe he's unavailable. So I've got to check it out. Check it out. I want to say check it out. And I'm losing my accent in English. I don't know. 
the more Spanish I learn, the more English I lose. <laughs> okay, cancel that thought. That's not true. <laughs> the more languages I gain, I should say. But I feel that um, today was a very powerful day. I channeled this during the day, the sunlight coming in my room. On Instagram, I did put up um, light code pictures. I did not try to adjust them. I did not try to enhance in any way. <clears throat> Absolutely unfiltered, no filter light codes. Right now, it's Mermaid Girl 888 is my account that I'm adding stuff to. Got a cute picture of my little kitty cat where her eyes look orange. Normally, they are not orange, so it was just the lighting. Her eyes change colors like mine. It's very cool. <laughs> her little changeling eyes. And the cat she used to be, um, her name was Corrigan when she was a he, and Corrigan was my kitty over 20 years ago. And Corrigan is the word for changeling. So it's kind of funny. Here she comes with her little changeling eyes. And she has um, the same things, the same energies that Corrigan used to have. Like she lays on my pillow at night. Sometimes she'll lay under the covers with her feet on the outside like Narcissus did, which is my first cat, Narcissa. I called to that because she's always staring at herself in the mirror and fluffing her tail up because she liked her tail. She had self-awareness. She knew she was a cat. She didn't try to look for the other cat or fight herself in the mirror <laughs> like a pendeja. <laughs> she just, she knew it was her. She was very self-aware. But, um, but yeah, this cat, I know she's my little familiar. She has actually, she'll hold my face in her little paws and sleep the way Corrigan used to. And she, she licks me. She cleans me like she's my mommy like um, Corrigan used to. So it's kind of strange. I've seen, I've seen a lot of, a lot of my old cat in her. So I know she's the reincarnation. (laughs) She's the reincarnation of my old kitten, my old kitty cat that I had for years actually. So anyway, that's pretty cool. Well, I think I'm going to wrap this up and I'll be back. Well, technically today, but I'm going to say, well, like what I always say, I'll be back tomorrow with all unique and original programming, just like always. In fact, my next show, I will be doing a collective reading for everybody. It seems like because it's the beginning of November, we kind of need that. I think I did mention earlier that we, the, you, the UFOs did buzz the white house. It did not make the news, which is weird. People are so tense that they won't even look up. Move your neck a little. <laughs> look up sometimes. <laughs> the light is right there. The Pleiadians were right there. I did find one lady who, who actually did, through a camera, find a UFO. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Maybe only real UFOs will come up with more. But in my next show, I will be trying to get out the UFO report of where the Pleiadians have been seen. And you can go find the actual footage, the actual videos that have been sent in from all over the world. And I'm going to give you a list in the UFO report in my next show. So that's it. Uh, I love you guys. Thank you so much for 
everything. And thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing, forwarding, and telling everybody you know who are having spiritual awakenings. Even people go, what's an aura? (laughs) What's a chakra? I did classes on these last year. If you don't know and you want to learn, you can go check it out. Um, Just, you know, look up Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast, aura or chakra or whatever you think I might have done a show on. Um, I probably have. And if there's something you look up and I have not done a show on it, I either named it something else (laughs) or you can uh, ask me and I'll tell you all about it. So that's it. That's all she wrote for now. I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.